0: hey what's up everybody it is sunday february 25th 2024 welcome to a brand new episode of the now mind you podcast this is episode 103 combat we are your hosts i'm tj i'm matt and i'm not bryce because bryce had a scheduling conflict but he should be back next week y'all uh as far as the document is concerned today we are going to be covering ufc fight night Moreno versus Roy two which took place in Ciudad de Mexico, Mexico Stadium in Mexico City, right? Uh on this card we had Torres versus Duncan at lightweight, we had how Howregui versus Hughes at uh women's strawweight, we had luber versus Prado at lightweight, we had Rodriguez versus Ortega at Featherweight. then we had Moreno versus Roy Val at Flyweight. I'm rolling my Rs because there are this this card was damn near Mexico heavy, right? There were only they few, was in Mexico. They were <laughs> they were in Mexico and there was like only what two non-Mexican fighters. Uh there were a few fighters who were like um uh, Mexican but not Mexican born, but there were only two non-Mexican fighters on this cards and like Sam Hughes and uh, Duncan. Forget his first name. But with that, uh, let's get into it. I'll start, right. start off. forrest versus Duncan at lightweight. This fight did not go beyond the first round. Spoiler Freaky alert! Fast finish. Uh, oh my god, ever disrespectful. It's like they don't even they don't even waste <laughs> that. There's just gotta be a nigga hovering over that button on every fight, just in case. It's like, oh shoot, we got a submission. Wow. <laughs> freaky fast finish. Right. Like in the first round, bow, freaky fast finish. Right. Um, but essentially, I was telling Matt before we started recording that this fight kind of reminded me of Drew Dober versus Terrence McKinney to a degree, uh, in the terms of uh the amount of just back and forth, chaos, ups and downs, like within the first. Minute or so of the fight, I want to even say the first thirty seconds. Uh, Duncan rocked Torres to the point where he had this dude backing up hard. Like he was like, "Oh yeah, oh oh, I didn't know you had that Scottish strength on you." My bad, player. Hold on, let let me let me just regroup. Let me just regroup. Let me reassess real quick. Hey, oh, them four ounce
1: gloves you got on. My bad. It's
0: like that's that's right. That's crazy. That's a four ounce glove. my, My coach had told me that these were four ounce gloves. I simply forgot. Um, but before. Things get too bad for 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 Torres, like he was immediately using his jujitsu to get to the back, uh, managed to sink in one of the deepest rear naked chokes I think we've seen on a broadcast in a while. Like it was clean, it was deep, and he got the tap. Uh I think they said it was like his 16th overall first round finish, um, and his sixth first round finish in the UFC, which is insane. Matt, do you have any other thoughts on that?
1: No, freaky fast spinner, bro. No, bro, because he just was on this man right away. I I definitely said I had no thoughts, and then had thoughts.
0: (laughs) Go ahead, go ahead.
1: No, bro, he was just on this man from from get. Like, you ever just see how a fight's going? It's like, oh, okay. (laughs) Like this is you're this guy. Like that's how I felt. It's yeah. like, oh, he's this guy right now.
0: Like, like, yeah. It's it's almost like you're looking, you're seeing the van, you're like, what did I expect? Yeah, he almost <laughs> had
1: him beat with a separate submission, like right before.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is true. <sighs> Shit, you want but, to take go ahead, go ahead, go ahead.
1: Yeah, we can go to our next one. Mm-hmm. All right. Not sure I'm gonna say this last name.
0: I got you on the backup.
1: Yasmin
0: How Ever How are How Yeah
1: Yasmin How Versus
0: Sam Hughes Alright Was her Nickname Sam Page or Did I Mishear That shit
1: I thought I heard That I'm not Gonna lie Okay I, Cause I Was definitely Willing to Give it Credit Um but also, same situation like I just got through saying, where you kind of see how a fight's going. And it's like, oh. um, That's how this fight went. All that's three like, rounds.
0: The cards have been written. I see. Yeah.
1: And now I see. All three rounds I gave to Yasmin yeah. Like She was countering like crazy. Found her range in the first round. A lot of hand speed. Countering this girl down the middle with the right hand. Had her nose bleeding in the second round, stuffed every takedown attempt, just forced her to fight her fight, and forced her to fight her fight and made her lose. You know, yeah. Uh, The you know, there's really not a lot to add. You know, this is a women's strawweight fight. Uh, Yasmin Horegi is ten is eleven and one now, Mm -hmm. um, in the division, which is good. Uh, Obviously, that I think that'll help her. You know, be able to move along a little bit. Um, as far as that division is concerned Because Like I- I'm gonna just call a spade a spade bro The the bell been playing hot potato Since Johanna That's mm-hmm. just what it is I mean I know she's been beaten And all that And you know she's done with the sport and stuff now But I think uh, a, very, a very telling thing About her legacy And I mean even you look at the legacy of Like a John Jones or DC is
0: like how long she held on to that belt? Bro. Look how look
1: where that belt was, and now look at it now.
0: You right. know,
1: not to say that it's gone down. It's just you know, and people get better too. So. Yeah, this is true. But did you have anything you want to add, TJ?
0: Howregi's hand speed is insane. Like you've mentioned this before, uh, or you've given this example before, like on on some of our five reviews, like how. You're playing with a video game character and like you're playing against a PC and the PC just shuts you down. Yeah. That's what it looked like. Anything Sam Hughes tried to get going, Yasmin was like, Oh, that's crazy. I see what you're doing there. However, I cannot allow it. It's nothing personal. I just want to win. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this is just like one one-way traffic every single round. Every single round, uh, I have nothing else to add. Well, you want to take us into our next fight? All right, we had Daniel Zeluber versus Francisco Prado. We had uh, we had some Latin on Latin violence, <laughs> Mexico versus Argentina. Um, this is like this is kind of crazy. Like Daniel Zeluber, hold on, let me look at his data because I need to see how tall this thing is uh because you 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 have to understand this man is 73 inches so he's like over six feet and he's cutting down uh what 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 division is this again my bad hold on y'all hold on this is lightweight so he's cutting down like 155 at six fucking feet anyway needless to say he's a very lanky fighter for the division it's like how uh rude boy works at uh what division is randy rude boy brown in is he middleweight no, no, he's, no not he's not middle he might he might be like a welter or, yeah he might be welter i think you're right but like same thing like like these these dudes who just look like giant spiders in the ring right uh in their giant division <laughs> but that that's to say like daniel zulu really good at managing the distance. Uh, Francisco Prado, he's just a fucking power house, but he was unable to get to the inside of Daniel Zluber's range, right? He was basically just playing on the outside of Zluber's range the whole time. Not that he didn't get his licks in, right? But I mean, look, if you take a look at both of their faces before the match
1: Hmm.
0: and after the match. One of these faces is not like the other. Like Prado's right eye was completely shut down by the time the fight is over. Zaluber, like, hit him with those minks, bro. Uh, And I don't mean Adriana Furs, neither. Oh, that is a deep cut. Had to be from Chicago to get that one. Uh, (laughs) um, But, like, yeah, like Prado got him with a few leg kicks. Like, there was a welt forming on the outside of Zaluber's left. Leg like on his calf, like very shortly into the match. But every single round that Luber prevailed. Prado is a fighter. I don't think his stock diminishes, but that was a very one-sided fight. Like this is the third one out of five so far, third one in a row where it's just been one way traffic. All on the side of Mexico, by the way. Uh Matt, you had anything else you want to add?
1: No, man, you you covered it. Um Mexican-born Mexicans was going crazy. They, they was, were. Yeah, that, that, that parlay hit. <laughs>
0: uh, that parlay hit hit. Uh, shit. With that, take mm-hmm. us into the comain And then. <laughs> <laughs> and then. And then. <laughs> That's crazy. And then. <laughs> So our coming <laughs> event, <laughs>
1: event was Yair Rodriguez versus Brian Ortega. Uh, this was at featherweight. Uh, Yair was coming into this fight sixteen and four. Brian Ortega coming into this fight fifteen and three uh, with one no contest. It had been a little while since we've seen Brian Ortega, mm-hmm. and man, you know this fight almost stopped <laughs> before it started. Uh, Brian Ortega rolls his ankle, uh, rolled his ankle very early on. Mm -hmm. And by early on, I mean during the intros, Uh, just jumping up and down, hyping himself, getting ready. Um, First round was all one-way traffic for Yair to me. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought Brian, you know, Brian was fighting back. And we know that Brian is tough, so he definitely just, you know, Credit what creditors due, for sure, but right. Oh boy, my man's was uh my man's was going through it. He Yair put him through hell. He was you know lucky Yair didn't try to uncork a cake or something like that on him. Um, yeah, and just given the the situation that he was in, um, at the time, but I say all that to say, uh, I thought that he started to mount his comeback in the second round. And ultimately, he was able to finish the fight in the third round, being able to uh, squeeze out a what did he have on man TJ? Uh,
0: basically an arm and triangle choke, but he hit it so slick it was like arm and triangle with like rear naked choke arms. Yeah, uh, it was nasty. I, I the first time I saw it, I thought Yair went to sleep, and then in the slow mo, I saw, I saw the tap.
1: Yeah, man, it was a – I thought it was a great fight. I was entertained by it. Um, I thought – yeah, I really thought Yair was going to stop him in that first round. Yeah. Up until uh, when he had – even when he had him on the ground, you know, Yair was brave. He got into that guard and was, was doing the ground and pound, and Brian was trying to pop his legs up and, you know, throw that flying triangle from the bottom and stuff, and you – know, but it was when he kind of got turned around, and he even tried to put a calf slicer on Brian, and that didn't. Yeah,
0: go. I was like, bro, how are you gonna try to out do, out jujitsu the jujitsu guy? Hey, uh, it
1: happens, <laughs> shit. You know, he he tried. You know, there's no way to know unless you try it. True, I give him that. Um, and and try he did. Um, but I I thought overall, Brian being able to pull that submission out, it's like you know that's the danger of the jujitsu guys, man. Got to be careful, you know. Those guys, you can get them on the ground; they have you swimming in canvas, and I, I felt like that's what happened. But I'll pass it to you, TJ.
0: What's crazy is like Yair repeatedly dropped Brian Ortega in the first round. Like you, you got like when we say he could have finished in the first round, we're not kidding. He repeatedly dropped him. He had him in some bad spots. There was a point where he had him in a guillotine. He had he did Ryan have him in a guillotine. Ortega I forgot about him. And I was like, Am I tripping right now? <laughs> like, like it was insane. Uh, but Ortega leaned forward with his controller once he got into full on jiu-jitsu mode, and I was a wrap. Uh, I thought one of the things well, one of the things I liked the most was when they were um kind of pummeling, uh playing the clinch game. And Yair was up on the fence and kind of denying Ortega the ability to really like hit a double or a trip. But Ortega did something that we've seen. I feel like Volkanovsky's done this too, where it's like instead of trying to trip people or hip toss them into the fence, they kind of hook one of the base legs of support and pull it back toward the center of the octagon. And it basically causes them to spin out away from the fence and fall to their back. And they just capitalize on it. That's how he's able to get to Mount. And ultimately... Uh, sink that rear or not rear naked choke but the the arm and triangle choke with the uh rear naked choke arms it was mm-hmm. really good jujitsu. uh cool to see t-city back in the win comp especially after he had that that shoulder injury right that's because this this was his first fight back and his last fight was yair too and his shoulder had given out right um but yeah to get
1: back on this card
0: yeah this is true well huh, speaking of which uh, let's go on to the main event. We had Brandon, the Assassin Baby Moreno versus a Brandon Raul Duke Sorry, <laughs> I just think about that episode of Martin. You know the one with Tommy Hearns. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doke. Roy Val. Last time we saw Brandon Roy Val, he fought uh, Mister daddy issues himself yeah alexander pantoja now i don't think pantoja will ever be defeated and this is simply matt knows i quote this every chance i get but in your post fight you just won the belt and your first thing is do you love me now dad you weren't fighting the same the same battle as everybody else Clearly, Some people that's are all I'm different.
1: Everybody doesn't walk into the fight with the same motivation. That's all. All right. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> right? all I'm saying dog. Everybody's not here to be the best martial artist <laughs> they can be. Some men <laughs> just want to see the world
0: burn. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, <all. laughs> that's what I'm saying. I think Panto is just going to hold on to that belt for a while. <laughs> just, just, just on the strength of that. But, but I digress. So. The last time we saw Rival was literally him fighting for the title, and I guess uh, this now—well, spoiler alert—he won by split decision. So the opportunities for a running for for a running of it back are pretty high. Uh, I don't know if they're necessarily going to run Pantoja Rival two again that quick, because I feel like they they might get stuck in that like Moreno figueredo cycle too, where it was just like. For fucking five years. It was just Brandon Moreno, and Davis. I don't think we want to see that shit again, um, or something like that again. But I digress. Right, Brandon Moreno had just come off of the loss of his title to to Alexander Pantoja. So man, there's a lot of Pantoja on both sides of this uh, of the Octagon here. But uh, how did I feel about this fight? Tell us if you. Just took the first two rounds and left it at that. I'd have been like, "Moreno's got this in the bag." Yeah. Uh, the the start of it was kind of slow because they're they're both to a degree counter strikers, right? Like if you you looked at the first two minutes, there wasn't a lot of action because one like each of them was waiting for the other person to make a move so they can capitalize on their fucking mistake, right? I mean, to the um, point that even uh... Herb Dean was like, "I don't have patience for this yeah. action." Yeah, he's like, let's go, let's go, come on. Um, But yeah, that first round, Brandon Moreno is so fucking slick with his footwork and his overhand. But I was telling this to Matt, you know, uh, before we started recording, and it's easy for me to be like, you know, armchair quarterbacking right now, hindsight 2020. But I think based on uh, Moreno's last few performances, I think one of the things he has a tendency to suffer from is the fact that he his follow-up after, you know, really hurting somebody is not great. Because um, <clears throat> he, he cracked Roy Val several times in this fight, in these early rounds. Like, cracked him, and I'm pretty sure he could have finished him if he just simply added on. Like, he piled on after the cracking. Because it's like, he cracks him, and then there's like a little bit of disengagement. And the opponent recovers because first two rounds was like, all right, then round three, four, five, Raval was giving him the business. He was starting to get a really good read on um, Moreno's overhand. He was starting to hit him with leg kicks, so on and so forth. Not that Moreno didn't have his moments. like He was in the fight throughout, but there was a significant gassing out in rounds three, four, five from Moreno, a lot more shelling up, a lot more defensive play as opposed to offensive play. And I feel like Roy Vile in the later rounds was just honestly like in his higher gears, right? He was in like fourth, fifth, sixth gear, still swinging, still getting points for all the strikes he was throwing. Because the amount of volume he was throwing compared to Moreno, significantly higher in the later rounds. So I think the decision was correct. I'm not happy about Moreno taking another L but I think the decision was correct. Um, We'll see what's up next for Roy Valle. I mean, if he's now the number one contender, it makes sense for him to be set up with another title bout, but I also would like to see somebody else get a shot uh, personally. I mean, he like literally his last fight before this one was a fight for the title. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. But I'll pass over to you, Matt. What'd you think?
1: I was, I actually was really shocked, like you said, uh, the way that the fight turned. Because after those first two rounds, I was like, I guess Brandon Moreno's got this in the bag, because mm-hmm. like he was just fully in control. Mm-hmm. Like there was never a moment of that fight that I didn't think he was in control. So I thought he had it, um, and like you said, he was just Brandon Royval was able to turn the tide, and. um I think it's good because it'll 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 put bring some new blood into that title scene. Sure, I could see him taking one more fight first, you know, before fighting for the title again. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, at the same time, like go, going back to your point, how many times did we see fucking Moreno and, Figuere- and Figueredo and Figueroa fight? You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that was the only fight they division had for like three years. Yeah. So, you know, ultimately, I I wasn't mad at it. I thought Brandon Royval did exactly what he had to do. His arms are a lot longer than I thought they were. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for a guy his size, but overall, I was entertained by the fight. Um, yeah, man, I think Brandon Royval just did everything that he needed to do. Um, to get the get the decision, obviously he did. Uh, I would have wanted to see For me, I felt like I wanted to see More wrestling out of Brandon Moreno Because he was winning he
0: wrestle too.
1: He was winning those exchanges He got That's three true. takedowns that And I felt true. like he was winning those exchanges But, you know, also, like you said Seeing that he got winded I could also understand maybe not going Into more wrestling if you You know, if your gas tank is compromised I fully understand that So But those are my final thoughts. Those are my thoughts on uh, on that main event. Uh, what what was your favorite fighter tonight,
0: TJ? No, I'm still here. I'm like thinking because I'm like, I I think Coman, man. Yeah, I think Ortega Rodriguez. That definitely is the answer for me. Yeah, it's really good. And this isn't to like shit on anybody else's performance because I thought. Auregui's was masterful. Zeluber's was masterful. But it was all one-way traffic. In terms of like, what seemed to be a battle battle, probably mm-hmm. co-main for me.
1: <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I would agree. Uh, Brian Ortega coming back from injuring himself and then from Yair trying to murder him in that first round. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was a great performance for me. Shit, he got 50K for that one. Good for him. Yeah, good on him. Good on them. Uh any final thoughts on the car? I think overall it was a good event. Yeah, UFC Mexico, I felt like it delivered. Um, even in terms of forgive me for saying it, even in terms of the women's fight. I know a lot of times people treat like, you know, the women's fight like the bathroom break fight or what have you, but Damn. uh listen, man, we and we've had some stinkers recently. I'm just gonna keep it a stack. Right. Um and that's just my opinion, you know, who, who am I ultimately, you know, but I thought even the, the, the women's fight on this car was really good too. Yeah. I was, I was, everybody came to fight. That's one thing I know for a fact. Yeah. Nobody came there like just trying to get a check right quick. You know, I mean, I'm I'm sure they did, but you shit, you get what I'm saying.
0: I feel you. Yeah. yeah.
1: Anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Next week, what we will be covering is another UFC fight night event. Uh, this is Jarzinho Rosenstrike versus Shamil Gaziev. They are the main event of a of a UFC fight night. Thank you. Hey
0: nigga, those those names aren't easy. <laughs> hey, I'm
1: just I'm very familiar with those too. That's the only reason. Uh we also got Tyson Tyson. Tyson. Is D- this him?
0: Tyson Pedro. Is this him?
1: That's Tyson yeah, Pedro. Tyson Pedro's on this card. We got your boy Eric Anders on the yep, card. Okay, yep. Got yep. yeah, Umar and American Metoff on this one. Oh, Mashnell, oh, we got Matt Got on that the floor, dog okay. in him. Yeah, it's gonna be a good one next week. Well, so I'm glad he, you guys he, he check took some time that one to recover. <laughs> hey, and and look at this too, TJ. It's an early one. It's just say it come on at three o'clock.
0: Look at God. <laughs> like, look on. at God, bro.
1: Come on, man! Get some sleep. All right. <laughs> I'm hey more hype for the fight. Now. <laughs>
0: right for real.
1: Uh, well, next week we will be covering Jarzinho Rosenstrike versus Shamil Gaziev. Mm-hmm. Um, with that, thank you guys so much for checking out another episode of the Now Mind You Podcast Combat Edition. Uh, you can follow us on social media. You can follow me at Matt Hambrick. That's
0: M-A-T-T-H-A-M-B-R-I-C-T-J. Y'all can find me on Instagram at Tuss4Skate. That's T-U-S-S number four underscore S-K-A-T-E. And y'all can find Bryce on Instagram at Ache Onsa. That's A-X-E underscore O-N-C-A, baby, baby. Bay, bay. Where can they find that podcast? They
1: can find us at Now Mind You Podcast, wherever you like to get your podcast and wherever you like to get your social media. We are in all places. And with that, thank you guys so much. And we will see you next week. Peace out. Peace.